everybody. I'm Kelly Ellers. I'm Jeffrey Lennon. And this is Volume Up by The Tees. So we're here. We're approaching fall. Yikes. We said it. Incredibly. Mm-hmm. We it's yeah. How did it happen? Um, right around the corner. Uh, I don't want to think about it too much. Um, something that is, I think, working against this idea that time is passing okay. is something that's popped up very recently. Um, Emma Stone, who I guess is known for hair transformations, as it turns out. Huh. She's had a few over the years, um, and I'll pick your brain on that one. Okay, She has debuted a platinum bob, which... I, I, I don't know that I associate her with no. blonde hair. Mm-mm. There's been much written about that's her natural color. Obviously, platinum is not natural. Um, what What are your thoughts on on the bob for for Emma Stone? I mean, the bob is dare we say not a new trend? No, because the bob has always been around, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I do think that I like. You know, I like her with a little bit of the strawberry blonde. I think she's like a classic, beautiful. Not, I don't know if it's natural redhead, but she can also rock the blonde. What about you? She can. I, I mean, the Bob's bobbin. It's bobbin. Uh, we can't get enough of the Bob this year, though, it seems. Uh, between the Bob and the shag, uh, called a million different things, uh, it seems like those are our tent poles. And, and we sort of go back and forth between them. Will we be done with them by year's end? I, I, I can't say that we will. Let's be done, shall we? Oh, let's 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 mix it up. Like whoa, our friends over at Allure were talking about what about reverse roots, right? Have you heard of Bropper, Brown and Copper? Which I actually love that name. It's Bropper. Mm. Um, is a splash of color back? Because you know, our nineties are are they back? Are they here? Did they go away? Oof! Wow, they're all of the things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So anyway, so are you the moment you put a feather in your hair is the moment I say we must stop here. Yeah, we wrap it up. The podcast <laughs> is, is is over. Um, would you do proper? You know, are you pro proper on this podcast? Is I've, that where you're... I've been I'm pro proper. I've been proper before. In fact, I was looking, you know, as one does on vacation, they scroll through their photos from years ago mm. and I was very proper. So I may just text that over to you and you can tell me if it was good or not. Okay. Yeah, I feel like proper proper is dangerous. It's got to be like yeah. exactly, or you're just it'd be you're just in need of toning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. <laughs> well, we're curious. Look, uh, I mean, it was a big deal for Emma. Uh, is it a big deal for you? How do you feel about the Bob? Um, is it is it time to I don't know put it to bed? I, I'd I'd love to hear it. Mm-hmm. So get in touch with us. We want to hear from all of you. On our last episode, we talked with Aga Tompkins. Aga is a celebrity hairstylist, makeup artist, certified professional beauty educator, motivational speaker, and a makeup brand manager with more than 15 years of experience driving positive impacts in the beauty and music industries, which we love. Whether she's traveling the country, educating about beauty and authenticity, or training team members to create a solid culture of growth and success, Aga applies her passion for professional development, understanding of image, and commitment to excellence in everything she does. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review, and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at Read the Tease, and send in questions to volume up at thetease.com. This week, we're talking with Dr. Varma, the co-founder and CEO of Phyla, the world's most advanced probiotic acne system. You heard that right. He has 10 plus years of microbiome research experience, including an extensive background in bioorganic chemistry, microbiology, and synthetic biology. 
Dr. Barma's mission is to change the way that we treat chronic bacterial diseases and is working tirelessly to achieve this goal with a microbiome-based technology platform. This one is fascinating. And if you've struggled with acne, which many of us have, I think you're going to especially be interested in what he has to say. You think about that, you know, what causes acne? And it's 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 what we're, what we're putting on our face, right? Obviously, hormonal, and we'll get into all those things, or you did. But the FDA just introduced more cosmetic registration guidelines, which I believe we need. And it's almost like, why haven't we had this? Uh Yeah, I mean, it's a big deal. So this draft explains the process for stakeholders to register cosmetic product facilities and product listings to the FDA, which, again, we haven't been doing. Nope. Um, But I continue. (laughs) The manufacturers must register their facilities within, if they make any updates within 60 days of the change and then renew it every two years. So we will know from an ingredient perspective, the criteria, you know, labeled for eye contact, injections, internal use, external appearances, et cetera. So yes, FDA, we thank you. And let's continue this, shall we? Let's. I I did not love that there are some exemptions in terms of small businesses, and that does worry me for indie beauty, which is its own sort of problematic. But to your comment, like, yay, this is a great first step. Let's get more visibility to what is in some of these products, shall we? That's why we're here. Yeah. And visibility for this, right? Exactly. Okay. All right. Well, let's talk about (laughs) some things that are trending on our site. Okay. The editorial team over at thetease.com has been hard at work. This week, just like every week, uncovering industry news, looking into trends, and diving into brands that you don't know but should. And here are some of our favorite headlines. First up, I had to do this. Um, the article is called Hair Colorist Maggie Fawn Shares Exactly How to Recreate OBJ's New Custom Purple. Football player and fashion god Odell Beckham Jr., aka OBJ, has been known to experiment with his hair. We all have seen. Uh, that was until very recently. Um, he's been sporting a fairly traditional shortcut with faded sides, and that all changed when the new Baltimore Ravens player posted a picture to Instagram in which his hair is very clearly purple. Uh, not exactly pastel, not the royal purple of the Ravens uniform, but it's kind of perfect. So naturally, the team needed to know everything. OBJ's cut came courtesy of longtime barber at work of art the eye-catching maybe even game stopping if you're into sports puns oh boy color was the work of hair colorist i know yeah i know okay uh, we did it we did it um maggie fawn uh the tea is linked up with fawn via instagram dm as we do in 2023 for the deets and you can find out exactly the formula she used in order to get this look as a native baltimorean i was thrilled to see this very invested in this color transformation Kelly, what's your take? Are we into the purple? Are we over the purple? Please let me know because I'm I'm pro. No, we're. Oh no! You know I'm total. I'm no. I said no. I'm totally into it. I'm here. I'm into it. I think it's the perfect compliment for his diamond teeth as well. Oh yeah. I mean, again, he's just flexing everywhere. He is he's really doing the damn thing all over the place on the field, off the field. Love that. Shout out to Maggie for for getting in touch and for hooking us up with this formula. You guys get into it. I mean, it's Maggie Fong. All right, next up, another exciting development for the industry. The article is called Salons Can Now Gain Access to Pattern Beauty Products Thanks to the Brand's New Pro Program. If you've been hoping to bring Pattern Beauty's curly and textured hair care products into your salon, consider your wish finally granted. The Black-owned hair care brand, which was founded by actress extraordinaire Tracy Ellis Ross, 
recently announced that it would be expanding the distribution of its products into salons through its newly launched Pattern Beauty Pro community. As part of this exclusive community, licensed stylists and salons will get access to the brand's professional-grade products and tools for stylist-only pricing. Additionally, this will come with new product education and tutorials, which love to see it. Head to the tees.com to learn more about this expansion. A celeb-owned hair care brand that's actually doing things the right way. What do you make of this move, Kelly? We love to see it. I think that we want pros to have the opportunity to use this in their back bar, <laughs> to sell it to their customers because it's an incredible product. And I like that we're appealing to our community. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm just so excited about the innovation too. Totally. So shout out to the Pattern Beauty team for making this happen. And again, read more on the tees.com. Last but certainly not least, we're excited about this. The article is Matrix brings its color pop-up tour to a city near you. Matrix's largest education event of 2023, the Color Pop-Up Tour, is in full swing, with stops across the USA already underway. The professional hair care and hair color brand will share an exclusive look at their award-winning secrets on blonding, color, and creative haircutting just in time for the back-to-school season. Color Pop-Up Tour stops offer attendees the chance to learn from Matrix experts in order to create the modern shag. We just talked about how trending it has been, as well as transformative hair color, bonding techniques, etc., in English and in Espanol. The Tees connected with Matrix brand ambassador Alfredo Lewis about what to expect from the tour. Head to thetees.com for his insights, tour dates, and how to register. Kelly, is there anything better than in-person education? No, we've needed it. It's back. It's here. And also a friend of the pod, Alfredo Lewis, Like I could sit and watch him all day teach. Truly. So a true joy, these Matrix color pop-up tours. Get into it. As always, so much going on over at thetees.com. Thank you to our hardworking editors. We are proud to publish stories that salon pros and consumers care about. Next up, Jeff's interview with Dr. Varma, the co-founder and CEO of Phyla, the world's most advanced probiotic acne system. Here we go. Dr. Varma is the co-founder and CEO of Phyla, the world's most advanced probiotic acne system. He has 10 plus years of microbiome research, experience, including an extensive background in bioorganic chemistry, microbiology, and synthetic biology. Dr. Varma received his scientific training at several distinguished academic institutions, including the Johns Hopkins University and the University of California, San Francisco. His scientific work has been published in many prestigious journals, including Nature. Dr. Varma's mission is to change the way that we treat chronic bacterial diseases and is working tirelessly to achieve this goal with a microbiome-based technology platform. He is passionate about promoting scientific literacy and devotes a significant amount of time to demystifying microbiome research and making the latest research accessible to the general public. While developing technology, Dr. Varma discovered an application to tackle acne, which he quickly realized is a serious problem without a safe, high-quality solution on the market. So he set out to build Phyla and a three-step phylophage system to meet the unmet consumer need for clean, effective skincare and acne-fighting products. Phyla's breakthrough technology uses a naturally occurring organism called bacteriophage, phage for short, that specifically targets the overgrowth of acne bacteria. This phage has been shown to flourish in healthy skin, but is nearly absent on acne-affected skin. Dr. Varmus decided to democratize this revolutionary organism, put it in a bottle, and make it accessible to everyone who needs it. All right, guys, I'm so excited on the Volume Up podcast. We've got a little bit of a departure for our normal guests. Uh, Dr. Varma, please... If you wouldn't mind, uh, do a little intro. Let's talk about you. Hey, Jeffrey. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. So just wanted to quickly introduce myself to your audience. Um, I'm Yog. I'm the founder of Phyla. 
And um, my background is I'm a scientist. So um, a long time ago, I did my PhD at Johns Hopkins, then uh, followed it up with a postdoc at UCSF and kind of decided to leave academia and start this company right after that. I've been studying the microbiome for 13 years. Um, your listeners probably have heard of this word. Hopefully they know what it is, but you know we can dive into what it, exactly it is and, and how it affects us. So I've been studying this field for 13 years. Um, it's a very young field. It's less than 20 years old. So really excited to be a part of it and, and see all this amazing innovation come out and, and especially see, you know, what is normally a dry scientific field really capture the imagination of people where they're excited about it, excited to learn about it. And, and more importantly, are on the lookout for products that impinge on, you know, like their microbiome that change it for the better. And, you know, as a scientist and educator, I love to talk about it. Oh, well, I'm glad that we're going to do that. Um, this is fascinating to me. And I know that our listeners are going to be very interested. And certainly the topic of acne, I think, relevant to a lot of us um, as we struggle with it at different points in our lives. I myself am currently dealing with some breakouts, so I'm especially interested in chatting today. Um, you did mention this, um, which is your scientific background. How did you stumble into what would become skincare? Um, maybe not a natural pathway, but perhaps it is. I'd love to hear about it. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm fundamentally really interested in and passionate about um, this technology called phage technology. Um, and, and we'll talk about what phages are and, and, and why they're useful. Uh, but I've been following phage technology for about 18 years now mm. and uh, following the science side of it, following the industry side of it, you know, how people are applying this technology and this uh, you know idea to uh, diseases. And so as a postdoc at UCSF, I was really intent on kind of furthering this idea and, and doing something with it. And it's a very powerful technology, but I was interested in using it in acne. And then I learned about acne and it's really interesting, right? Because acne is the number one dermatological condition, is the number one skin condition that people have. And it's nearly universal because almost everyone has it. 85% or more of us will have acne at some point in your, in your life, in our life. And, you know, you're, you're probably one of them at this point. So, you know, I was looking into it and I realized it is so interesting that innovation in this really important area, in this important disease is all but dead. Uh, the last product, that, the, the last true innovation that happened was about 40 years ago, mm -hmm. more than 40 years ago. And since then, we've just been doing kind of mishmashes of the existing technologies. And as a result, especially on the on the shelves or on, 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 sort of on the over-the-counter side, all the products are the same thing. Mm -hmm. They're just in different bottles, different colors, whatever. And this is, I think, most stark when parents go looking for, you know, researching for acne products for their kids, and they're surprised and kind of disappointed that nothing's really changed, right? And they recognize that the same, you know, terrible products, harsh products that they use that didn't really work, that they, you know, had to use as a teenager that they hated are the same things that they're having to give for their kids. And that's not okay. So we're on a mission to change that and to educate people. Um, well, in the interest of education, if you wouldn't mind, um, what the heck causes acne to begin with? Um, you've mentioned 85% of us are likely to struggle with it. Um, how do we get there? So acne is a chronic bacterial disease, and it is driven by the overgrowth of one bacteria called cutibacterium acnes or C. acnes. Now, this bacterium is very interesting because you have it on your skin. I have it on my skin. Every adult listening to this podcast has it on their skin. 
obviously we don't all have acne or acne at this moment. And the reason for that is that C. acne is a natural part of our skin, our, our skin microbiome, and it's supposed to be there. The issue really is that, you know, when we're healthy, when I'm healthy and you're healthy, your microbiome may look different from mine, but the trait that we share is that our microbiome is in balance. When we get a chronic bacterial disease like acne, one bacteria, in this case, C. acnes, overgrows, and this triggers inflammation in our skin. And that inflammation is pimples and zits, right? So to get back to health, you need to get back to a state of balance. And this is reflected in the fact that all the acne products out there, whether it's benzoyl peroxide or retinoids or antibiotics even, they're all antibacterial in nature. They're all trying to kill bacteria, but they're not killing just the bad bacteria. They're not stopping there. They're killing the good bacteria as well, right? Yep. It's kind of like you, you go into your garden, you look at, you find a weed in your lawn. Um, you're not going to pour gasoline over your garden and set the whole thing on fire just to get rid of the weed, right? You just want to scoop out that weed, replace it with a patch of grass or, or plant or dirt or whatever, and you're done. So our technology does just that. Instead of bombing your entire microbiome, we've developed a way that specifically goes after just the bad bacteria instead of hurting all bacteria and, and leaves the good bacteria behind so that they can form a more resilient community and protect your skin. Uh, well, I love that analogy. Um, that's kind of incredible. I hadn't thought about it that way, but that makes total sense. And it makes me wonder then, again, you mentioned the scientific background that you had this interest. Um, how did the brand come to be? Um, is it that you yourself were frustrated with what was available on market and felt like people deserve better? Like, how did this happen? Where the sort of translation from having this interest, having this background um, into developing a product line and a brand. These are like not naturally like linear movements. So very curious as to how this happened. Yeah, you know, that that's a great question. And, and that's kind of the story of, of our startup because initially we were actually focused on sort of the pharma side of things. Mm -hmm. But then we realized that most of the, the value, most of the transactions and most of the interest from the consumer side in acne is really in the over-the-counter space. Mm -hmm. um, insurers aren't interested in, in subsidizing acne products. Dermatologists are kind of stuck in this cycle where they, they know that there are products that are suboptimal, that they're prescribing, and they're kind of frustrated with that. And we found that the, the best use that we could do or, or the best use we could make of our technology was to launch it in the consumer space. But another why of, of you know, what ended up happening in us launching the brand is that there was a study done in 2016, about seven years ago. They looked at people with healthy skin and acne skin, right, and, and studied their microbiomes. What's different between them? Can we pick out a, a systematic difference? What they found was that the only difference, the most significant difference was that healthy skin has phages, the, the exact phages that we use that killed the C. acne's bacteria on their skin. And acne people, people with acne, do not have this phage on their skin. So this gives rise to this interesting observation. You know, we all have annoying friends and we're just like, what do you do? How did you get so lucky? You wake up, yep. don't wash your face. You look amazing. Never get a zit in your life. Like, what are you doing that I'm not, right? Mm -hmm. Well, the answer could be that they have this phage naturally that just kind of fell on their face and is exists to uh, control the bacteria on their skin, the acne bacteria specifically, and keeps their microbiome in balance. Whereas our microbiome is, is all out of whack and, and we're suffering the consequences. So we decided to democratize this amazing organism and put it in a bottle so that everyone could have the benefit of it. 
Okay, Dr. Varma, uh, forgive me. What the hell is a, a phage? Yep, uh, let, let's get down to it. So phages are very interesting. They're actually the dominant life force on this planet, and most of us have never heard of them. Great. I feel better, slightly better by that, um, by what you've just said. <laughs> yeah. If you lined up all the organisms on Earth, big, small, from the bacteria to you know the, the blue whale, and counted them, phages would still outnumber all of them combined. Um, phages are everywhere. They are in seawater, they're in soil, and billions of phages are in our body. They pass through our body every day. What they are are tiny little viruses that are very specific in killing just bacteria. They don't touch anything else. And they're actually nature's best defense against bacteria. But there are other superpowers that are very, very specific, right? So the phage for E. coli will only kill E. coli. The phage for C. acnes, which is what we use in our product, kills only C. acnes. So we're using this very specific ability of theirs and this ability of them to kill bacteria very efficiently to our advantage. And, um, you know, as I said, these phages naturally occur not just on our skin, but specifically on healthy skin, skin that is acne free. And that's a huge signal for us. Incredible. Um, I feel like I've learned so much. Um, and I'm wondering, uh, <laughs> which is, I think, why the brand exists. How do I get phages for myself? Um, again, I've, I've disclosed to you, I'm at the moment dealing with a little bit of acne that I'm not thrilled about. Um, and I don't want to. So if you could, Talk to us a little bit about the technology within your product line. Yeah, so um, I'll just take you through our product line and, and um, then I can tell you where you can get it. Um, we have a very simple system. It's the Phyla system. It's just three products, a cleanser, a serum, and a moisturizer. Easy. So the cleanser has salicylic acid and tea tree oil. It's non-foaming, so it won't strip your skin of oils, which are really important. But it does have salicylic acid that gently exfoliates and tea tree oil. The, the result is that you kind of open up your pore to receive the serum. The serum is our flagship It's a product. It is the secret sauce, which is live active phages. So uh, you drop, you know, you just apply the serum to your face. It drops phages into every pore um, and it gets to work right away. Uh, and like I said, the way it works is it kills, it finds and kills the bad bacteria and balances your microbiome over and over and over again so that slowly your body stops releasing the inflammation and you're acne-free. Um, the last product is a moisturizer because a lot of us, after washing our face and even putting on serum, our skin feels tight, it feels dry. And especially for a lot of acne, you know, about half of our customers are people who've, who've just started having acne, right? They're young and they have acne and they're interested in the science and they wanna get the best latest thing. The other half are people who suffered for many, many, many years and have looked up and down to no avail for a good solution. So a lot of people have damaged skin, dry skin as a result of these harsh products. And so the moisturizer is perfect a companion to kind of revitalize and moisturize your skin. Super simple. Use it twice a day. Within 60 days, you know, we, we have a guarantee and you should be seeing results. But more importantly, go beyond the 60 days and continue to balance your microbiome because uh, skin health is a relationship you'll have for the rest of your life. Beautifully put. Um, and then just to say, and we're going to get into more, but for people that are tuning in and are now curious about this system, um, where the heck can they find it? Um, where can they purchase? Uh, let's do some plug-in. Yeah, so uh, we're direct-to-consumer. We're at phylobiotics.com. And that's where you can find the science, the clinicals. We ran a clinical trial, which, which really proves the technology. And you can make the best decision for yourself. 
Um, we're also on the socials on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, TikTok, at Phylobiotics. So we love to educate, we love to myth bust, and that's where you'll find us. Well, speaking of myth busting, um, you've talked a few through, um, but I'm I'm curious, with now the, the product being up and off the ground, what is the biggest stuff that you guys are coming up against um, in terms of maybe misconceptions around acne? Um, I'd love to, to hear about that. Yeah, I mean, a common misconception is, oh, you know, oil is causing my acne, and so I have to dry my skin out, right? Mm -hmm. Now, it's partly true that oil production is involved in acne, and, and this is how. Uh, the C. acnes that I talked about, which is the acne bacteria that is central to driving acne, it is a very well adapted to our skin. And what the reason that that is, is uh, it feeds the on the oil, the sebum that our face produces. And so it feasts on that. And so it is true that sebum production drives acne because it is the main food for this bacteria. And so more sebum, more oil means more bacteria, means more inflammation. However, if you dry out your skin, you're actually doing it a lot of harm because our body produces sebum for a good reason. Mm -hmm. It lubricates the skin, provides a moisture barrier, prevents fine lines and wrinkles and prevents premature aging. Uh, and so you see this all the time. People who are younger, right, will strip their skin. They'll just bombard it with harsh products because you have a problem. You need to get rid of it. And uh, once they've done that for you know many years, 10, 15 years down the line, like, wow, my skin looks a lot worse than other people my age. And, and by that point, the damage is done. So I would you know, highly recommend that, or I would say that drying your skin is not the only solution. It's actually a terrible way to solve the problem. And there are better ways. Uh, including working with the phyla system. Um, <laughs> I feel like a little triggered because that sounds very familiar um, to me in terms of things that I've done in the past. Certainly have a better appreciation for, as you've described, not all oil is a bad thing, um, but definitely do recall sort of as a younger person being freaked out and doing all things to strip the oil from my skin. Um, so yeah, I can imagine that that, <laughs> that comes up quite a lot. Um, I'd love to hear about the team. Um, I'd imagine that it might not be just you doing all of this work. Um, so talk to us a little bit about that process in terms of how did you get the product to market? the name, like all of these things, I, I, we tend to nerd out over this and I'd love to hear a little bit about it. Yeah. So um, we started off, you know, seven years ago um, and we actually got an NIH grant to do the science for this. At the time, you know, we were working towards kind of a pharma path. And so we did a lot of R&D and did a lot of foundational work because essentially, you know, this isn't just some um kind of bulk product that was created in a factory overseas and you kind of bring it in formulate it throw it in a bottle and you start selling it <laughs> um this is really biotechnology in a bottle and so we were doing some fundamental research stuff that no one had ever done before uh including formulating this right so how do you take a lot a living thing and put it in a bottle and keep it stable and keep it alive until it reaches you know the customer and it hits your face and then it starts to work huge challenges. And so we spent a couple of years in just formulation, just, just trying to figure out what keeps it alive, what kills it, mm -hmm. and, and how to deal with that. So, you know, we did a lot of research. And then when it came to launching the product, we, we chose Phyla for a few reasons, because Phage, Phyla, we wanted that pH connection. Mm -hmm. And Phyla is basically the plural of Phylum, which is a scientific classification 
when you're when you're naming a organism and it represents kind of not just the fact that our our technology is a living thing but it belongs to a branch and is connected with a number of living things because that's really what the microbiome is right it's a community an interlocking community of microbes but also one that is interfacing with a higher organism which is us our the host which is you know what it lives on um and so just reflecting that kind of community that kind of ecology where we're not just we're not just human right we're humans harboring bacteria harboring these viruses and fungi and they're not invisible they they're not like a, a a zero on the balance sheet they actually contribute a lot to our health um and so you know we wanted to reflect all of that and so phyla was born we've been about on the market in earnest for about a couple of years and you know we've had tens of thousands of customers uh, made a huge amount of difference you know to their lives and just last month we hit 1000 reviews so congrats you can check those out on our site yeah. um they're verbatims and they're hugely powerful because acne is a huge problem right it's not just a problem on your skin it's also a mental health problem of course because people with acne have a you know 66% higher chance of uh, mental health issues than people without and that's a huge thing especially amongst uh teenagers who first get it and are you know particularly vulnerable time in their lives so um you know some people think acne is just skin deep but um i think it's it's a huge issue it can be a mental health issue as well and you have to deal with it over many years um and we're proud to help everyone who goes through it Ugh, well, really do love that. Um, would like to talk a little bit about the community that you mentioned um, and sort of your reaction that you're seeing from customers. I mean, you talked a little bit about the reviews, which incredible thousand reviews, no small feats. Shout out to y'all for making that happen. Um, what have you guys been surprised about um, in terms of connecting or, you know, what are the challenges that you guys have sort of experienced in in making some of those connections? You know, one of the biggest things that surprised us in a pleasant way is that the number one thing that people are interested about when they hear about us, when they hear about our technology is our science. Mm. And and we always thought that would be kind of the biggest challenge for us to put forth because we're so yeah. much about science, right? Yeah. We're so much about the latest research. I'm a scientist. I love to educate people. And we actually initially kind of hid that in the sense that we were like, "Oh, people don't want to here the the science it's boring people don't care they do but it turns out science is kind of the turn on right it 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 just if people are like oh tell me more i have all these questions uh and so i pay a pay, play a fairly active role in kind of jumping in with our estheticians and dietitians who are interfacing with customers and educating them um and and educating our customers through them another really interesting kind of observation was you know we are the most sophisticated and educated skincare consumers i think that that we've ever seen mm. we know which ingredients we want which ingredients we don't want even where they're sourced from but when it comes to acne i feel like that's one aspect of skincare that is still so much um in kind of misconceptions and myths and so, you know, I'm sure most people have heard about this, but you know, people with acne are like, "Oh, I've heard that uh you should put toothpaste on your, your pimples or you should put squeeze lemon juice on them or apple cider vinegar, right?" And so, a lot of it is myth busting that and saying, "Oh, you know, these things um I get it why people think they work, 
this is why they, you know, think they, they'll work because of this ingredient and, and that ingredient. And fundamentally, it, it's because of the antibacterial properties of all of these. But again, acne is not just, oh, we need to sterilize our skin. It is one bad bacteria causing a problem, not all the bacteria. And so when you're killing all the bacteria, you're actually probably making the problem worse. Um, and yeah, so so we do a lot of myth busting, a lot of education. And to me, it's really fun. Mm. Well, I mean, you've made it sound fun. Um, and I think that it's interesting that you said you know, that you thought maybe the science wasn't going to be something that people were interested in ultimately. Um, and especially now, it seems like people can't get enough of this stuff when there is actual difference, um, that it does make all the difference at the end. Um, curious about, we've talked about the microbiome a bit, um, and often in relation, at least in this combo, to the face. Are there different microbiomes on a body? Do they interact differently? Like genuinely curious now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there are different microbiomes. So most, you know, I'll back up and I'll say that most people don't realize that there's a rainforest in our body. And uh, most of us don't even know it. That's because this rainforest is invisible and its trees are made up of bacteria, viruses, and fungi. And these little guys make form a community that we call the microbiome. So the microbiome is like this diverse rainforest, its diversity is its strength. And just like a rainforest kind of protects the earth that it's on, our microbiome protects us. It keeps us healthy and prevents us from getting sick. Mm. Now, most people have heard about the microbiome in the context of the gut, yep. right? Gut bacteria, gut microbiome. It's really important for us to maintain gut health. And for that, we eat probiotics, fermented foods, and you know, probiotic pills, et cetera. So um, that is the normal context and, and the bulk of what people know. But just like the gut, there's a microbiome on your skin because it turns out that there are three times more uh, bacteria on your skin than skin cells. And um, similarly, there's an oral microbiome, which we are most acutely aware of when we have bad breath or cavities. Because again, this is not the, the, the you know, cavities in the bad bread don't come from our body. They actually come from bad bacteria that live in our, in our mouth. So in each of these cases, and, and just like different places around the world, you know, we have plants in the desert, we have plants in grasslands, we have plants in, you know, forests and plants in rainforests. Um, just like that, these are all different ecologies with very different unique characteristics and unique bacteria that live on them. So in other words, a probiotic that you eat for your gut health is probably not the same thing that you would apply on your skin because they're completely different. You know, you wouldn't put seaweed in a desert and be like, hey, I'm, I'm surprised the seaweed didn't grow. Well, it needs its own, its own ecosystem. Specifically in the skin, there are three types of microbiomes that reflect the three types of kind of particular environments. The first is the sebaceous microbiome. Uh, sebaceous refers to the sebum that our skin produces. And because our body produces sebum in the face, the chest, upper chest and upper back, those are the areas where the sebaceous microbiome is uniquely present. This is also the area where we get acne, right? You'll never get acne on your knee or your elbow. You'll only get it on your chest and your back and, your, and it's all the same thing. Um, the other part is the dry microbiome, which is our, you know, most of our body, our arms, our legs, our torso, our back, our, our lower back. Uh, and then you have the wet microbiome, which is in the moist areas of our skin, which is the armpits, the axillae, the groin region, um, and a little bit on our feet. Um, so the wet, dry, and the sebaceous, only the sebaceous microbiome is involved in acne. 
Um, and again, this is why you don't have acne on your on your foot. I mean, I feel like I've just taken a masterclass um, and our listeners, I think, are certainly going to be uh, appreciative of that. Um, do we foresee some body product for Phyla in the future or are we sticking to the face? Um, we're sticking to the face for now. Uh, although a lot of our, uh, not a lot, but a, a certain number of our customers um, do contact us and use the product for back acne and chest acne. Mm -hmm. It's especially become a problem where you, if you exercise a lot or, you know, the hormonal acne often affects us there. Um, we're also working on eczema, mm. um, which is a completely different product. Yeah. And again, that can be probably used over whatever area of the body is affected. Uh, but eczema is another huge problem. It's, it's probably the number two skin condition out there. Um, and it's, it's, it affects you a lot if you have it. So, uh, we're, we're excited to kind of do the research and come up with a, with a efficacious product. Oh, wow. Um, looking forward to that. Um, big things in store, it sounds like. Uh, so before we get into our quick takes, uh, Dr. Varma, where can people find Phyla products again? So we are online at phylobiotics.com. We'll ship right to your door. And we also have science and, and our clinical information, our clinical data that shows how well the product works. Um, we'd love for anyone listening to who has acne or who knows someone who has acne to go there, educate yourself and, and make the best choice you want. Amazing. All right, let's get into it. These are the questions that we ask of all of our guests. So we hope you don't think about it for too long. It's part of the fun. Um, the first question that we've got uh, is about the first product that you remember owning. Uh, so for beauty or for hair, do you remember a specific thing that you needed to have for yourself? And what was that? Um, well, the first pro I, 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 I'll probably need to think about the first product I owned, but one product from my childhood yeah. that I will never forget. So I'm from India and I, I don't know if this brand exists in the U S it's called Pons. Um, uh, my mom uses it and, uh, I think she still does, but I remember, especially when I was a kid, she used to use this Pons like face cream. Mm-hmm. I know. Yep. And she put it on her face and I can still evoke the, the, the smell of that. You know, when like I used to get close to her, I could smell that. And, and she doesn't use a lot of perfume or so it's a very subtle smell, but it's a very distinctive smell. Um, and I still love, love that. Um, I think the first skincare product that I specifically owned was probably like a moisturizing cream. Um, and it was boots. Um, and this was, yeah, probably in high school, man. Um, but yeah, I mean, India is a warm tropical place. Um, you don't often get dry skin there, but in the winters, <laughs> you, your skin does dry out a bit. All right. Next up, we are curious. Are you superstitious? And if so, about what? I am not very superstitious. I, I feel like I'm not. Uh, oh, I will say when I was younger, this was a game I used to play. And I feel like I've seen a lot of people play and my kids certain play when you're walking on the sidewalk, can't step on cracks. So I, I would sort of hop around and make a make a thing out of it. I think I still do it sometimes, mostly automatically, but I don't think it's related to superstition. It's it's probably some deep seated OCD I have. That's fair. That's fair. Um, you're a man of science. These things are are not superstition. Yes. <laughs> um, who would play you in a biopic of your life? I, I would say probably just like anyone else, the handsomest available person. <laughs> Excellent answer. Yes. Yes. 
I don't know. Um, oh man, who um, who is that triple threat? That guy who was in thir- um, uh, Third Rock from the Sun, um, also in Five Hundred Days of Summer. Why am I um, names on the tip of my tongue? Do you know who I'm talking about? Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yep, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I was like, I think I know, but I'm not about. But yes, okay, that's uh, yes, yes. Why the hell not? Who better? Who better? What do you consider to be the ultimate comfort food? Oh man, um, I'm from India, so it is this lentil and rice dish called khichdi, mm. which is very good, very comforting. Also, pretty easy to make now that I'm a parent and I've made it on a few, you know, occasions when I'm in a pinch. Um, I also love South Indian food of pretty much every variety. And uh, when I was young, my mom was like, you have to marry a South Indian girl because it's the only way You're gonna get this food. you will satisfy insatiable craving for South Indian food. So, yeah. Have you been able to keep up that? Yeah, I, I kind of solved, I short-circuited that problem because I just learned how to cook it. So I, I yeah, self-sufficient now. We love that. Yeah. As it should be. Um, amazing. All right. Last question that we've got before we let you go. Um, say that you're on a deserted Island Mm -hmm. and you can only bring three products. What are you bringing? I say this, and then I'm going to say this next thing. You don't have to worry about water, shelter, food, like all of those things. You're good. This is more a, what is Dr. Varma using at home? We want to get at that. What are the essentials for you that you're using? Cause again, we're beauty obsessed. Skincare products, Mm -hmm. right? Um, I would probably say the Phyla serum, if I can't bring the whole system, um, probably say shaving cream. Sure. Right. Cause gotta, gotta be decent. And then I would probably say deodorant. Okay. Yeah. The essentials. We love it. Yeah. All right, Dr. Varma, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for talking to us about Phyla. Um, I feel slightly better about my own acne situation uh, than I did before. And I feel like I've learned a hell of a lot about the microbiome um, that I never would have known if we hadn't chatted. And I feel like our audience is going to say the same. It was a pleasure. Thanks, Jeffrey. This was a joy. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Come back anytime. We'll talk about eczema. All right, Jeff, you're right. Wow. Putting all those degrees to work, eh? <laughs> eh? <laughs> Back from Canada, and it's showing. And now Canadian. Uh, yeah, no, I learned so much. I feel like we we should all learn more about what causes acne, how to deal with acne, yeah. and so appreciate the transparency from, from Dr. Varma and the product line. I got to get into it. Get into it. Be sure to hit subscribe, rate, and review, and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at Read the Tease, and send in questions to volumeup at thetease.com. Volume Up is a Tease Media production. This episode was produced by Monica Hickey and Madeline Hickey. Brian Daly is our editor and audio engineer. Thank you to Josh Landowski and Nathan Folks for the custom Volume Up theme song, and thank you to our creative team for putting together the graphics for this episode.